0: Welcome back to the Dr. Body, Mind, Soul podcast. My name is Dr. Jude, and this is a podcast which explores how we can integrate modern medicine and alternative therapies to help you get the holistic healthcare that you deserve. I will be speaking to healers and seekers, researchers and authors who will share their experiences and the evidence to help guide us all to holistic health. Let's do this. Sandy Cowan is releasing her fourth book, titled Get Well. This is a book sharing the lessons from her own healing journey and the body-mind-soul approach she used to strengthen her immune system and get well. So welcome, Sandy, and congratulations on the release of your new book.
1: Thank you, Dr. Jude. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Great. Well, I want to get right to it. And as you know, I'm such a fan of the body-mind-soul approach, and I am dying to find out more about the specifics of how you used this approach and how it actually impacted your health
1: okay and i think probably to lead up to this in a in a, a way that puts everything in context i sort of, I developed all of my illnesses when I was in my late 30s, having worked for about eight years in my own business with no vacation, a lousy lifestyle, ate terrible, uh, smoked cigarettes, drank, um, I was in the advertising PR business, high stress, um, single mom, uh, lost uh, both parents, uh, got into an emotionally abusive relationship, so I don't need to go further finally broke down. And I developed the first of my autoimmune diseases when I was about 37. And that was rheumatoid arthritis. And I come out of a background of allopathic care. I mean, I was on the board of directors of a major hospital chain. I knew every top doc in the state. I went to only the best, blah, blah, blah. But I um, Anyway, I I sought treatment for my RA for about 18 months and realized that this chronic condition, which I had a problem with anyway, I don't like chronic labels because I'm sort of a problem solver by nature and I I can't accept chronic. So um, I wasn't really getting better. My meds were just getting more powerful. And I thought, you know, there has to be something better for this chronic condition than this. And so uh, when they were about to put me on methotrexate, I said, no, I don't think so. And I left. My husband at the time said, well, what are you going to do? My gosh. I mean, and I said, I have no idea, but I'm getting well and I'm not doing this. And I found that the process for eventual healing for me was cumulative and progressive. It was not a silver bullet. Silver bullets work great symptomatically, rarely get to the root cause I've found. Um, And long story short, after a couple years, um, during that period, I had developed also psoriasis on the bottom of my legs. I had chronic allergies before, which really hadn't gone away. And Once my immune system got stronger, all of those things disappeared. In retrospect, I went back and looked at all the things I had done to get my immune system stronger, and there were about 15 things. Many of them were common sense, but you know what? They all broke into three categories. Guess what the three categories were? (laughs) The physical, the mental, emotional, and the spiritual. And they all fell within those. And, you know, all the years, Jude, I have fiddled around with alternatives. I've gone to uh, conventional medical doctors, which, of course, I still have some in my repertoire because I wouldn't go to anybody else for a diagnosis except them. Um, But anyway, nobody has ever sat me down and told me that the immune system is critical to good health and what I can do to help myself. So, I put this proprietary list together, which I have in my book
0: so from a body's perspective, let's go into that like what are the things that we can really focus on? common sense things that um, we can focus on to 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 help our bodies build up a strong immune system?
1: Yes, so in the physical body. Um Sleep is probably one of the most critical one of the most critical things. I actually allowed myself to take sleep medication if I needed it, so I would get at least eight hours sleep a night. and I found my body requires nine nine good hours uh, so anyway, lack of sleep, so plenty of rest is very good. The other thing a lot of people have. Uh, are vitamin or mineral deficient. And so vitamin and mineral deficiencies, if you can identify them, common ones that I have found for me were C, D3, zinc, all critical to good immune health. Um, Magnesium, I think, because it works well with uh, D3. And um, anyway, so that's another area to replenish the body's nutrients.
0: Really? Uh, I'll just stop you right now because actually in the UK it's quite difficult to get a full um screen from your GP. So very commonly um we the GP will test you us for uh vitamin D and um that's a very common test that that's um that's routinely done um, because we are all are often so deficient. Um calcium is another one. Um magnesium can be added but it's not routinely added so if you would like that screened you'd have to ask your GP to add that on and zinc is almost never tested in the UK as a routine now I'm sort of as we speak here I'm eager to go and look at the literature to see what the what the relationships are between these minerals and a functioning immune system common sense would say we need we need um uh not to be deficient in these minerals and these vitamins. And um, yeah, I would like to go and research more about exactly which minerals and uh, vitamins we, we should be asking our GP for to make sure we get a good immune MOT, as it were.
1: You know, and I have found you're an exception here. You're, you're pretty enlightened about uh, the broader way to look at health. But I have found that most allopathic physicians don't really, they're not taught in medical school enough about uh, supplementation, vitamins, minerals, and I think get very few hours even in nutrition. But anyway, so replenish the body's nutrients. That's helpful. And then the chemicals and dyes and preservatives and artificial sweeteners in foods, in the um, genetically modified foods, those things aren't healthy for the body. They aren't living organisms. Most of them are chemical and, you know, so they're dead when they go in us. So healthy, fresh, or frozen foods are uh, more nutritious during a healing period
0: and i would totally um, agree with that so we know that from all the evidence that the most nutritious and healthy diet for our bodies um, which includes obviously our, our immune system and its key vital role it has in keeping us well is a whole food unprocessed diet um which is very plant forward um it's not necessarily vegetarian it's not necessarily vegan um but we want to have a diet which is low um, which allows a low inflammatory diet and essentially a low inflammatory diet i've done a post on this before on my instagram so please check it out and there's a blog about it on my um on my website so check it out but it's all about what foods that are found to have been pro and and, and and anti-inflammatory so essentially though the upshot of all of that is eat a whole food diet which I think is essentially what you're saying avoid chemicals avoid processed foods mm-hmm. and I think what you're also saying is just be, be aware of um, chemicals in that you're consuming on your body including dyes including um, plastics, um, these sorts of things.
1: Yeah, two more things in the physical body, and then I'm done with that section. One is a physical stress, such as environmental pollution, uh, if you're living around loud noises all the time, uh, um, chemical things that you have to bug spray, paint, um, all kinds of those kinds of pollutants. Um, uh, um, And then the last one, Alcohol, tobacco, caffeine, prescription drugs, illegal drugs, when you're healing and trying to reboot your immune it's really better not to do any of them if you can for a, for a, for a while during the healing period. Sometimes for a person, it's a year, you know, but it's not the end of the world. Most everybody can survive for a year finding alternative options for something, you know, for... Uh, whatever it is, but those things all weaken the immune system a little bit and don't strengthen it. And so that's the physical piece. For-
0: Just to, to <laughs> summarize, really what I'm hearing um, is good sleep, uh, unprocessed diet, to consider our environment, to, um, for it to be supportive, so restful. Think about what we're consuming in our body, mind, and soul, you know, so I think that that really underpins everything, and I'm really in line with all of that and so tell me tell me move let's move into our minds like how how can we use our minds to
1: strengthen our immune system Yes, that's a shorter list you'll be happy to know <laughs> so one is um self-love. Now, the reason that's important, and I think self-love has gotten a bad rap over the years. And if you love yourself enough to fight for survival, love yourself enough to say no when something is going to be harmful to you, love yourself enough to nurture and take care of yourself like you would your child or your partner or your parents or people you love, you should be able to do the same thing for yourself. So that's one of them. Another one is, um, well, this is huge. Living in fear-based emotions is very detrimental to one's health. I have a list in the book of tons of fear-based emotions And I have a list of love-based emotions. And people can see how living in one space is very stressful and creates more problems. And, well, I'll give you an example. Here are a few fear-based emotions. Anxiety, contempt, bitterness, um, disgust, dread, envy, greed, uh, impatience, uh, jealousy, Uh, resentment. I mean, you live with those kinds of things all the time in your life. And it, it puts a strain on your... You can feel it in your core, just reading those. Contrarily, if we live with gratitude, astonishment, compassion, delight, excitement, humility, humor... Uh, relaxations, support, surprise, patience. You see, those things are so warm and reassuring and loving and and wonderful. So when we find ourselves worrying all the time and being anxious all the time and living in that fear-based state, I give people little hints of how they can break free of that. Mm -hmm. The quickest way is to switch into gratitude for something. Shift right away and just just stop for a minute, take a breath and think, oh, I am so grateful. Or, and you don't have to say it, you have to feel it, the gratitude. You can't be fear-based and love-based at the same time. So the minute you shift to a love-based emotion, you've broken the cycle, you see? So, Anyway, so that's another big one. Attitude, whether it's negative or positive, kind of common sense. The more positive you're, the stronger and healthier your immune system will be. The more negative your attitude, the little weaker it'll become. And stress. Um, Emotional stress is a real biggie. You know what? 90% of diseases or conditions they come to you for are stress-based, stress Pay, plays a huge role in health,
0: and it's we a huge role in he- health that we don't doctors don't pay enough attention to. I mean, we've got so much evidence to support that, and um, that the sort of piece of evidence I think demonstrates it. So. Profoundly and clearly is the work done on adverse childhood events. It's so clear that emotional stress, any big traumatic event in our childhood, leads us to illness in future. So stress has a fundamental, um, a fundamental role in the development of our disease later in life. And I think yeah. we need real attention to. To that, um, I mean, it's it's quite profound in your story, and you are not alone in your story of when you developed an autoimmune disease, and you described your life um, leading up to that event. And um, I think that that is actually way more common. And I think we as doctors need to be really delving much deeper into someone's um, life in order to give them a much more holistic approach to managing their um, condition and see it as part of um, uh, the cry for help that it actually is. Um, So yeah, stress is huge.
1: Well, you're so smart because it is true, but you know, physicians again are so specialized today. They have a body part they focus on. And so to look at the whole patient uh, as as a as a as an as an orchestra instead of a flute you know and trying to see where all the parts connect is, is they're just not trained to do that but the patient can take some responsibility there and realize even on the stress jude piece of it there are ways to reduce um stored negative emotions there are ways to learn to forgive and to reflect back in a more uh, benevolent way uh, about humans in general we're just not that perfect
0: emotions are very powerful and actually at the moment i'm really learning a lot about um ayahuasca i've experienced ayahuasca a lot myself and i've um, been posting a lot about it on social media but also, that health system is is very much focused on the root of our disease being based in our psycho and emotional uh, world. So this is not uh, um, this is a well recognised um, source of our suffering um, that manifests into our physical illness in multiple health uh paradigms in multiple health approaches not just um the amazonian but also ayurvedic um that also um recognizes the importance of looking at our emotions and our thoughts as being a source of our disease um because as you say we create our own stress and stress is so important like we are the ones who are narrating our lives so if we relate to something and make it stressful um, then we are impacting how our body receives that because our body doesn't know any different between real stress and perceived stress so you know how we actually um, talk to ourselves how we actually experience the world how we actually relate to the world and relate to ourselves is fundamental in creating um, an environment within us that supports us rather than fights us
1: well, you know, I I, did my, I I have two books on this subject. One I wrote in 2018 titled Get Well, Even When You've Been Told You Can't. This book in 2023 is Get Well, Even in Today's Confusion, Uncertainty, and Fear. So they're, they're similar because they're both about holistic healing. This one is much more comprehensive, um, but... I did around the first book a series of workshops here. And one of them was, it isn't stress that kills us, it's our reaction to it. Exactly the point you, you made. Yes. You know, some people overeat when they're stressed, or, uh, or they shop till they drop, or they drink or they you
0: know, alcohol, or, they they or cigarettes, or work, or all of these things. And actually, if we start to look, at what we reach for in terms of food, cigarettes, alcohol as medications to treat an underlying discomfort, emotional discomfort, again, rather than sort of reaching the symptom, which is the, um, the risk behavior for it and we get to what is leading to that again we're really trying to get into the root cause which I um which I much prefer and now I'm so intrigued about the spiritual aspects this is an aspect <laughs> that actually maybe less um familiar especially to people in the UK the UK is a much more secular society than um than the states is and so i'm not sure if you're referring to religion because i mean religion um in general uh is is not prominent in our culture but um yeah tell me more about how you relate health to your spiritual well-being
1: well i think we're soul beings you see i don't think we're religious beings but that's just my own perspective um there is one spiritual component that weakens us to the point that it does more damage than any of the other things I've mentioned. And that's hopelessness. When we have no hope, I can I can explain me with a circumstance with me and also a very good friend of mine. You can reach a point in your life where you give up, where you don't want to be here. It can be an instantaneous thought, but it's at the soul level. It's so deep and it's so real, and you are basically saying, get me out of here, okay, because I can't do this anymore. Get me out of here. You can even forget you said it. You can forget you felt like that, but your body heard you, and your body says, oh, okay, well, I can take care of that. I can tell you when that happened with me. It was in in January of of, um, 1999, and by April, I was so tired, I was getting more tired, and I just thought it was over involvement. I was, you know, on nine boards and I was doing all kinds of stuff. And by August, I had the leukemia diagnosis. So the good news is you can correct that. But the bad news is we can do this to ourselves. And people who say, you know, Fred lost his wife, they were married 68 years. He died nine months later. Uh, he, he died of a, a broken heart. He didn't die of a broken heart. He died because he didn't want to be here anymore without her. You see, it, the will is that full, you know, really. And so the, what strengthens us is hopefulness, faith. You don't have to have faith in an a, uh, organized religion kind of way, but you can have faith in yourself. Uh, faith in the future, faith in nature, faith in the universe. I don't care what you have faith in, but faith in something. Um, that's strengthening and trust, the same kind of blind trust. Uh, it can be a universal thing. It can be tied to God or whomever is a higher power in your life. And those, the strengthen and weakening part, the spiritual component, the soul-based element is really into health and healing. Mm. Yeah, I find that very interesting. And maybe it can be interpreted even instead of trust as a belief. You know, when I walked out of my um, rheumatologist's office, when I wasn't going to do the methotrexate, I was determined to get well. And I believe, down to my core, that there are answers for everything, too. I really do. I think the universe is too complex and everything is so interwoven and so magnificent that nobody left anything out. There are answers everywhere. We just quit before we find them. And so somehow I knew the answers for me had no idea where. Didn't know how to find them, didn't know where to look, but that didn't matter. That core belief that there is always an answer for everything kept me trusting the process. You see, that's a soul-spiritual thing.
0: It, it is a soul-spiritual thing. I completely agree with you. Um, and I'm very glad you went on that soulful and spiritual journey. I mean, it's, the, the, it's, it's like science. Science is a spiritual endeavor because at its core it is trying to pursue truth and truth is a very powerful powerful force um so i really thank you for going on this quest and thank you for going on this journey and you now are illness-free, symptom-free, medication-free. And it's a real testament to the power of using your body, mind and soul to strengthen one of the key organs in our body or the key systems in our body, our immune system. And I really, that, you know, if we can all strengthen our immune system by taking that approach on board, we can really make an enormous impact on our risk to so many um, diseases um, from autoimmune disease, which is very obvious one, to um our our um diseases relating to inflammation which are so many um and include cancer so this is a huge huge really important topic and i'm really really grateful you've gone through so comprehensively through your body mind and soul approach
1: oh thank you jude (laughs) i'm glad i did too (laughs) I'm glad Uh, I went uh, through
0: that. And I I thank you for then sharing what you've learned with others. So, thank you so much. Your book is out in mid February. Is that right?
1: Well, it's out now. It's It's out now.
0: It's Mm -hmm. out now. And where can people find your book?
1: They can find it on Amazon. Um, At the end of the month, they can also find it on my uh, website where I can do autograph copies, and that's sandycowen.com, C O W E N um so it's easy to access and um and because there are two get well books i don't want them confused it's the one on top <laughs> it's the latest the one, on top. one
0: the one yeah. on top so sandy cowan get well um and uh thank you so much for uh going on this journey and sharing your
1: knowledge thank you dr Jude. i loved it thank you so much
0: thank you for listening body mind soul seekers If you want to connect with trusted alternative therapists, learn more about what they do and how they can help you, check out my new holistic healthcare platform, The Witchy Women. Or if you are a holistic healer that wants to serve and help more people, book in a discovery call with me. Find more details at thewitchywomen.com. To show your support for this podcast, please share it with a friend or leave a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It really does make a difference. Thank you all so much. Until next time.